0: back everybody. Um, Today is January 14th. Um, It is a Friday. I know I've been posting on Tuesdays but like I said last week um, I was either gonna do Tuesday pre-recorded episode or Friday and um, just have it posted this week. It's better to have one than not. So that's what I did. Today is Friday and I figured today's episode would be a little bit more informative um, and kind of like a little life update, but the bulk of this episode is actually going to be um, the lowdown on anxiety and kind of like my experience with it and some tips that have helped me and that's, that's the episode. So, I guess we're just going to kind of do some housekeeping um, and update you guys on what's been happening in my life the past week. So um, an update on my life is, like I mentioned last episode, I went on a family trip for a week. We went to Maui, which was absolutely beautiful. We had the most amazing weather. It was so sunny warm I got burnt but it was fine we saw so many whales um we just gotta like lay by the beach uh lay by the pool had some drinks um, and just spend time with the family which was amazing and honestly much needed like I think it was just nice to get out of the routine of being in Colorado Even though I love Colorado, it just was nice to kind of have, like, a change of scenery, change of pace. So, that's what I did for the past week. Um, Just relaxed. Honestly, like, didn't talk to pretty much anyone of my life, which was really nice. And, yes, and then I also, I did finish a full book um, during my time in Maui, which is kind of unheard of for me. And it was the most incredible book. It's called uh, It Ends With Us by Colleen Hoover. And it was so good. It's kind of like a romance novel. But it was definitely a little sad and an unexpected ending. It was really good. I recommend. Um, it is literally sold out in every Barnes & Noble. I went around and searched for this book for so long. And I couldn't find it. And then in the airport... On the way to Maui, I found one in the bookstore. So I bought it and I read like a 100 pages on the first flight and then I don't even know. I just, I, it was honestly a quick read. It was so good though and I really recommend definitely for like a little bit of an older audience but it was really good. Um, and after reading that book, I realized how much I do enjoy reading and I always kind of think I'm a slow reader. I think I I was in a reading like comprehension group when I was little. Like I'd get pulled out of when everybody would do reading to go read in a smaller group. And honestly, that kind of, I think, hurt my self-esteem. And I always think I'm a slow reader. Um, but after reading that, I realized that I do have a lot of free time on my hands right now. And I'm very fortunate that I do. So I figured, why not? read and I want to do like a mixture of some self-help books and kind of like learn and grow but also I really have enjoyed um I think it's fiction yeah I've enjoyed (laughs) fiction books so I just got uh Red Queen which is it looks interesting it's a series so that's kind of nice so if I like it then I can keep on reading um by the same author but I also want to read more of Colleen Hoover's because I really liked her style of writing. It was just, like, kind of, um, like, it flowed really well. So, it was just, like, an easy read. But I saw this uh, TikTok yesterday about Quit Like a Woman. And it's about um, being sober. And this woman became sober, like, over a decade ago. And it talks about how, like, our culture is very drink oriented and how like we excessively drink and I guess I'm a little like sober curious um maybe I could do like an episode about that and about drinking in general and how it's been for me but I want to read that book and just kind of see her point of view and also like what it does to the body I'm sure it's not good since alcohol is literally depressant and pretty much poison for your body but whatever and I also want to read A Mind of Your Own, which I'm like 20 pages in. It's a little bit of a slower read, but it's basically about like anxiety and depression and how it is uh, very co- correlated to your gut health and how your gut is processing foods and all of that stuff and what foods are going in and your um exercise and also your mindset and how that all affects depression and anxiety which I've been struggling with the past year so that's I wanted to mention that book if any of you guys are curious um since we're going to be talking about anxiety I figured I'd mention that book it's called a mind of your own and she's a doctor and I just think it's like an interesting point of view so I'm really excited to read those books I kind of want to stack up a few books so that I can read all of them um, over the next year so moving on to three things that I'm grateful for this week so one being that I got to relax and be with my family which was super nice my older brother flew out as well so it was just nice being all five of us which we don't get to do very often and it was just nice to like literally have no obligations like I honestly didn't work out I think I ran, like, once. I went on walks every day, but it was just so nice, and it was beautiful, and I felt, like, very at peace in Hawaii, which was so nice. Um, the second thing that I'm grateful for is that I get to take baths. I took a bath today, and I, like, set up the whole thing. I put bath bomb in. I put some uh, Epsom salt. I lit an incense. I lit, uh, what else did I like? palo santos i lit some candles and then i just read and it just really calms me i do that pretty much like five times a week maybe less but it's just super relaxing especially at night it helps me get in a calm mood and i fall asleep a lot quicker um i also want to try the dr teal's epsom salt with melatonin in it and the spray it looks insane i've heard people like knock out and i really want to try it I'm getting off topic, but the third thing I'm grateful for is that I get to stay at my parents until I find a job, which is just really helpful for me because I don't have to spend money when I don't have an income right now on an apartment or food or whatever that may be, but I also get to spend more time with my family before I maybe move to a different state. It's just been really nice to have like a place that I can stay at. Um, and then we're going to move into my high and the low of the week. So, the high being that I've been seeing a lot of angel numbers, which some of you might be like, Lauren, what the fuck, but excuse my language, sorry, I don't want to curse on this podcast, but what the heck, um, and angel numbers mean a lot to me and my family. We see them usually when we're doing what's making the most sense for our lives, and when we're being the most intentional with our lives. And I've been seeing them like crazy. I've been seeing 222, 444. My flight was 777. I just looked at my... I pulled out a receipt while I was unpacking last night. And the sh- only thing I bought in Hawaii, the receipt was 3333. Um, and I had... I bought a coffee the other day. And I used a gift card. And then the remaining amount of money that I owed was 444 so that's just been making me feel really inspired and like I'm doing something right with my life um, I've been feeling really motivated I feel like I'm finally happy and maybe like not outwardly happy each day but I'm more like content with my being and what I'm doing and I just think that those angel numbers were very nice to see And the low, um, I watched my luggage (laughs) literally get dropped from one of those little, um, carts while they're, like, swapping it for a transfer for a flight. I was, like, looking out the window at all the planes, uh, in one of the Mm -hmm. California airports, Oakland, and I was watching this man and I saw my brother's luggage and I was like, oh my gosh, Trent, look it's your luggage which is just like kind of random I've never seen someone's luggage be like transferred um and then next thing I know one of the luggages falls off and I look and I'm like huh that's my luggage and I was so nervous I was like oh my gosh I really hope my luggage gets on the next plane and then this man basically put it on the cart he like stopped the other guy whatever um but my new, my brand new luggage has a huge dent, uh, in, on the top, on the side, everywhere, which is fine, it's not a big deal, but that was my low, but also kind of funny that I got to watch my luggage get dropped, we were like, what are the odds of that happening, and another low is that it's snowing in Colorado, which I don't enjoy, and I missed Hawaii already, um, so yeah, And then the last thing is something new that I want to try this upcoming week. I really want to get my Google Analytics certificate. It's like a six-hour little program and you basically get it and you can put it on your resume and it's really good for advertising and just figuring out social media and all that stuff. So, that is something that I want to try to get done this upcoming week. It's just kind of a goal. I'm sure I'll do it. Um... It's just me verbally saying it might help actually, like, get it moving. So, that's it for housekeeping. Thank you guys for listening to that. That was a pretty long ramble. So, moving on to the bulk of the episode, which is all about anxiety. I kind of broke it up into two main sections. So, kind of my experience with anxiety throughout the years and then how I try to help that and like calm down my anxiety and then maybe I'll add like some tips and tricks that I want to implement but I haven't implemented yet so that's what we're gonna do so I'm sure that we have all dealt with some form of anxiety throughout our lives um I know that the term like oh I'm so anxious gets tossed around pretty frequent now but I would like to say that we don't know how other people are feeling and I would like to say to anyone who's listening, maybe keep an open mind and not judge people who say that they have anxiety or that they're anxious. Like, pretty much anyone can have it. It can come in very different forms and also it doesn't have to be extreme like how some people think it has to be. It can just kind of A lot of people probably don't think I have anxiety unless you really know me and I think that some people can cover it up or just function fairly well. It's kind of like depression, like some of the happiest people are depressed and I think that's just something to keep in mind with this whole talk is that we don't know kind of like what other people are going through and when people say that they're anxious or they have anxiety... Just like, we should trust them and kind of validate their feelings and maybe help them cope with it. So, that's it. But going into my personal experience with anxiety, um, I have noticed it a lot more the past mm, two years. Probably, yeah, the last two years. But now that I've noticed, like, what I do now when I'm anxious, I realized that I had it when I was a lot younger and it just showed up in a lot of different ways so when I was younger sounds so random but I would constantly have to pee like I'm talking we would go to a movie theater I would go to the restroom and then immediately like I would leave the restroom and then be like I have to go again and then I'd go back in like it was I didn't really have to go pee that many times it's just in my head, I was like, oh my gosh, like, I need to go pee, like, I, I just need to go to the bathroom again, um, which is so weird, and I just now remembered that I had to do that, and I was talking to my mom about it a while ago, how weird and strange that was, and I also would get so physically sick before I would have to go to school, like, I would dread going to school in the morning once I was there I was like completely fine but it was like the thought of getting onto the bus and like waking up early and everything it just made me physically sick like my stomach would hurt every single morning and it didn't matter if I ate if I didn't eat what I ate it literally didn't matter I would get so sick and I just think I was so anxious because I didn't know like how that day was gonna pan out but now that I'm older the past two years college has been absolutely nuts I'm sure alcohol has a huge play in my anxiety I'm sure of it like you don't really drink that much unless you're in college it kind of gives you like an excuse and I used to get like the worst anxiety ever and I'm not saying that like all my anxiety was based off of when I was drinking but I'm sure it did not help I'm sure I was not doing what was best for me but I remember that I remember I literally was there like maybe two months ago but I used to get scared when I wouldn't have a schedule or like really anxious when I wouldn't have a schedule or if my schedule was going like off the time plan that I had like it really would bug me like I'd start like having basically a meltdown I felt like a child but I like couldn't help it and I would get really anxious if I like I didn't work out that day or if I like didn't know like what the plans were for that evening or whatever and I used to get really anxious with um, testing grades. It's kind of been a thing since I was little too. I would get like physically sick before a test day um, or like when my grades were going to come out I would get like nauseous and I also the main thing with school and my anxiety were honestly other people And I don't really want to get into it, but I could talk about it another time. But basically, my living situation was not ideal. I had one particular girl who was outwardly hateful and just like rude and just basically to me. So I would just get really anxious having to like confront that or like be around that every single day and I just honestly didn't want to deal with it. So it just made going into that house very difficult. Um so a lot of my anxiety kind of stemmed around college. I noticed it got a lot worse in college. Obviously, I think being with COVID and the times of COVID, it made it a lot more difficult because you're just like constantly confined in your home. So when you would go out, you just like didn't really know how to interact with people. I've noticed that I am very introverted and COVID has made me realize I am very introverted. And I kind of like that. And I think that my anxiety helped me realize that. But anxiety is not fun. I had so many meltdowns. I had to call my mom so many times, my dad so many times, my, like, friends so many times just to, like, try to calm me down and, like, help me see a different point of view. It's, it sucks. It's not a fun thing. It makes you feel kind of helpless. Like, you don't know how else to help yourself in those situations because it, it's anxiety is just, you're anxious. You don't know what's going on. You don't know, like, what's going to happen and there's nothing to really do to help ease that. But some of the things that I've noticed helped me during the most anxious times I've had is having a morning routine and I'm not so strict with it but I do like to have like non-negotiable things that I have to do in a morning like get up kind of early, work out, like drink water, make breakfast, take a shower, get ready. Like those are kind of the five things that I like to have done in a morning and it helps me so that... I feel like I've accomplished things before the day gets started and then I don't have to worry about like, well, when am I going to fit like a workout in? When am I going to fit like getting ready in? Things like that. Like it just helps keep things smooth and running. Um, Lists are another huge thing for me. I love having lists. I've always been a list person, but like physically checking something off helps tremendously like seeing that you've gotten things done and that the list is slowly getting smaller and smaller helps me so much and I think I mentioned this in another episode but I like to have a day like to-do list and then I have like a longer week to-do list but the day one really helps because I can cross off a bunch of things and kind of get the day rolling And another thing is I write five things that I'm grateful for at the end of the night, which kind of helps me stay more present and like more in a a centered headspace, um, which has been really helpful. I think everyone should do that. Another thing is asking someone if I can list things off or kind of rant. Or, like, tell them my day's plan. That helps me so much. I don't know why, but, like, physically speaking it out to someone else helps a lot. I usually do this to, like, my mom or my brother or my friends or whatever. But it helps a lot to just kind of speak it and then realize, like, oh, I, I can get all of that done. It's not going to be that bad. Um, another thing... Is I like to take baths as I mentioned they help calm me down it's just like nice to sit there and just breathe and be in warm water and like I don't like going on my phone in my bath I'm scared I'm gonna drop it so I have no other choice but to like sit there and breathe and kind of meditate or um to read and if I read I feel like that's something that's helping me like be less anxious because I'm focusing on something else So I really like taking baths and also with that kind of making my area calm like at night I like to light a candle, have my dimmer lights on, have the bed undone before I like get out of the shower, things like that to kind of help me associate different times with times to relax if that makes sense. Like my bedroom I'm in for the most or the majority of the day but if I have it more dimmed down and like the area is different, then I can associate that type of area with the nighttime, if that makes sense. So, that's been really helpful and as I mentioned before that book, uh, A Mind of Your Own, I want to start really taking my gut health serious. Um, I already eat fairly clean. I wouldn't say... I'm perfect, but I eat decently, um, and I think that gut health is a huge thing. I notice when I am eating a bunch of bread and a bunch of gluten and rice and, um, processed foods, I obviously don't feel as good as when I'm eating, like, a salad or fruit or, uh, what else? I like avocado toast on, like, Ezekiel bread. That doesn't hurt my stomach, but, I've noticed that gut health plays a huge role in how I'm feeling, like if I'm groggy or if I'm tired, so I really want to learn a lot about that and then implement that into my life to see if it helps with my anxiety, but those are the tips that I have for now. If I come up with more, maybe I'll do another updated episode like a few months from now, but that is it for this episode and thank you guys so much for listening and please feel free to follow on Spotify if you want. There's a button you can click, and if you're following, it tells you when I publish a podcast, which is usually every Tuesday, but obviously if I have a random week, it might be a Friday like today's. Um, and you can also rate the podcast, so if you want to, feel free to like rate it. If you don't, it's okay. No worries. And I did in fact, make an Instagram. There are no posts on it yet, but I made the Instagram. So, it's just the lowdown underscore with low. I think it's all lowercase. Um, and I'll probably link it in the bio or something. So, go follow the Instagram, please, and thank you. Um, Hopefully, I'll start posting on that this week. And I want to end each episode with a little affirmation. I feel like that you can use for the week. But I feel like this might be really helpful for some people because I never know what affirmations to use. And I'm just going to pick an affirmation that kind of goes along with the theme of the podcast. So my affirmation for this week is, I allow myself to breathe and be present in this very moment. And you can just say it to yourself like five times out loud or you can look in the mirror and say it five times out loud. Looking in the mirror five times like saying it five times in the mirror helps a lot because it feels funny but honestly it's it does help I love doing affirmations okay that's it um anyways have a good week everybody lots of love lots of kisses and thank you for listening and go have an amazing week okay bye guys